What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Keep It A Raw. And uh, I got to tell you the story about this puppy. His name is Narwhal. He's in Missouri. And this puppy is extra cute. What makes a puppy so cute, though? Like, in your mind, just think about it. What makes a puppy so cute? Is it their puppy breath? Is it, <laughs> is it their puppy eyes staring at you? <laughs> All sound effects provided by the studio. <laughs> uh, is it their uh, fur? What about their tail? Right? A puppy wagging his tail at you? That's pretty cute. Well, this puppy is cute. His name is Narwhal. He has an extra tail. And his name, Narwhal, gives it away. He has an extra tail coming out of his forehead. It's about two or three inches long, and it doesn't wag, but it does go to and fro whenever he's playing around. Narwhal has an extra... Now, he's fine. He uh, They don't have any plans to remove it or try to remove it or anything like that. But isn't that cute? A puppy... He's filled in, apparently, a lot of adoption offers, by the way. Anyway, I thought that was cute to share. And uh, uh, just keep this in mind, though. Whether your dog has one tail or two, this is a podcast you're going to like. Let's go! Yo, what's up? You're listening to the Keeping It Raw podcast. Goodbye, 2019. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome to the end of 2019. Sorry if that was a little creepy. But I wrote a song for you that says goodbye to 2019. If you know the words, sing it along with me in country. R. Kelly cried. The White House served McDonald fries. Jesse Smollett lied. And Tony Stark died. Spoiler alert. Notre Dame catches fire. Quasimodo at Becky catches charges. Avengers Endgame comes out. Takashi 69 doesn't. John Witherspoon, Doris Day, Grumpy Cat, Big Bird, Luke Perry, Nipsey Hussle, John Singleton, Rip Torn, Roger Mitchell, Patty Nelson, Peter Fonda, Ross Perot, Cameron Boyce, Beth Chapman, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Disney has its own verse. Because of Aladdin and Star Wars, Captain Marvel, Toy Story 4, and Disney Plus available in the App Store, Wildfires in California, Hurricane Dorian, Tom Brady won his sixth ring, Kanye turns to Christianity, keeping it raw, got started, what's up guys, Donald Trump got impeached, sorry about that. Female astronauts walk in space and fire festival documentaries. Peloton bikes just wanna get you fit and blackface on politicians. Starbucks and Game of Thrones. Lil Nas X sings Old Town Road. The Queen of England is still alive and so is Betty White. And that's it for 2019. Now you're living in the 20s. You're living in the 20s. That's crazy. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the podcast. Oh, wait, hold on. You know what? We, sorry about that. We have a show to do still. It's not even four minutes yet, so let's get to rolling. Well, uh, Christmas just passed. What did you guys get for Christmas? 
what did you get for Christmas? Oh man, I got some cool gifts. So I've never been one of these people that talks about their gifts. Actually, every time I get a gift, I talk about it on this podcast. So this isn't any different. I'm going to share with you guys some of my cool gifts. So I got this ridiculous, uh, uh, ridiculously cool uh, set of gifts from uh, a particular show that I watch. Maybe you've heard of it, The Office, okay? I got it from a couple different friends. I got it like from three different friends. Man, they're so cool. So shout out to Cross, Liam, and Lauren. Uh, Cross has been on the podcast, uh, and uh, Liam and Lauren, you know, they've listened to the podcast before, but I just want to say thank you again. They got me some cool gifts. So what did they get you, Raw? Tell us. All right. So uh, Lauren got me um, a license plate that says Employee of the Month for Dunder Mifflin Paper Company, Scranton Branch, Employee of the Month. That is ridiculous. It's so cool. <laughs> and she also got me a placard for like a door or a wall that says, uh, it just says the office with just the main office logo from the office. Uh, that's pretty cool. So I have it on the wall next to the door for my studio. Man, saying studio makes it sound cool, but it's just a spare bedroom in my house. Okay, so don't get too excited if I invite you into the studio. <laughs> um, now, I uh, Cross got me uh, probably the coolest gift by default. Okay, he got me a Dundee Award, an actual statue award from the Dundies, um, and it was presented for starting a podcast. It, w- it was dope. It's cool. And uh, that is not in my studio. That is actually in uh, at my uh, front door in my on my entrance little table, whatever you want to call it. Now, uh, Liam got me <laughs> a um, – what are those things called? Pop, pop figurines or something. It's basically um, – it's uh, one of those pop – you usually see them at like games – game stores or something anyway he got me one of those figurines it's um a dwight shrew a dwight shrew as bell snickle now uh, actually it's called bell snickle i don't know why i said bell snickle bell snickle dwight shrew as bell snickle so if you don't know what that is and you just look at the figurine it looks like an asian woman okay uh which would be creepy but it's dwight shrew as bell snickle which is the um i think it's like the Dutch um, Santa Claus, basically. Anyway, it's really cool. Uh, I don't remember talking this on the about this on the last podcast. So the Office ladies, they have their own podcast, Pam and Angela, um, or real life, <laughs> known as uh, Jenna and Angela. They have a podcast where they go through each episode. So each podcast talks about each episode in sequential order. The problem is that these podcasts are like 40 minutes long, and I'm not listening to the 40 minutes of it, okay? Even it's filled, even if it's filled with facts about each episode, it's a bit too much. So they talk, they talk, they talk, I'm hungry, and uh, <laughs> they ramble a lot about different stories, and then they go off the topic, and then it's so, uh, and then... So I I only listened to about 20 minutes of it because I'm skipping through quite a bit of it. And now they have sponsors, so you have to fast forward through the sponsors. You guys 
I do not have sponsors, okay? Congratulations. That's you are lucky, okay? Maybe one day that'll change, but as of right now, it's not it's not that's how it is. That's just Anyway, so yeah, it's got some cool gifts. Um these are not all the gifts. Oh, I did not mention my brother's gift. My brother Brian got me a um a Shroot Farms Ben Breakfast t-shirt. And now he's gotten me office um t-shirts before. He's really good at at getting gifts, so but uh, those are just some of the gifts. I pointed those ones out uh, because they're office-related. I mean, I love my office stuff. Sorry. Uh, they just <laughs> – but I uh, I thought it was cool. What would you guys get? Tell me. Call in right now. You can call into the show right now, and you can tell me. Uh, on the line, we have uh, no one. I'm just kidding. We don't have <laughs> – now, I – was able to watch in the last couple weeks some cool movies. Um, one, I watched Uncut Gems, an Adam Sandler movie. This is not a comedy, okay? As long as you know that, you'll be fine. That's all you need to know about this movie. Uh, but I'll tell you a little bit more. It is probably the best movie that I've seen this year. I don't know. I've watched a lot of good movies this year. Even The Lion King was really good. I mean, <laughs> so... It's Uncut Gems is a really is, is it's a drama, okay? I don't usually watch dramas. I don't usually get into dramas, but this was a good movie um to watch. It had a great plot and you really love this character and you really hate this character at the same time. It's one of those things where it makes you like and dislike the antagonist of the whole show or the protagonist, I guess you would say. <laughs> Sometimes he's the antagonist, but uh, it was really good. Uncut Gems by Adam Sandler. He might even get an Oscar for this one. Uh, I'm not a good. I'm not good at reviewing movies, as you can tell. I don't have a lot of words to say about it, but it was really good. Uh, I also watched The Marriage Story, a Marriage Story rather, with uh, Scarlett Johansson and that guy from Star Wars. I don't know his name. Uh, anyway. That movie was very realistic. It's called A Marriage Story, but it's actually about getting a divorce. <laughs> um, it talks about, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a really good movie. It's a, it, it comes across as really as realist, realistic, okay? And it gets you right in the feels, the marriage story, a marriage story. Um, yeah, and it, it got me thinking about a lot of different things um, that I went through during my divorce, okay? And um, uh, it's honestly, even saying the word, the words that I got a divorce is really weird, okay? So if you haven't had a divorce, I not, I'm not advocating for that at all. But I will say that uh, getting a divorce is a really big decision, Okay, it should not be taken lightly as lightly as it's brought up. Okay, during marriage, it should not be taken lightly. It should not be brought up lightly. It is a very serious matter and it affects more than just the two people that are in the union. Okay, it affects your families, it affects your friends, it affects any children. Okay, it affects everybody in good or bad ways. I don't care, it doesn't matter. That's you know, there are some obvious cases, and I'm going on this ta tangent about marriage and divorce, and I don't mean to, but 
it really brought up a lot of feelings I had, a lot of thoughts I had, and it made me remember a lot of thoughts that I went through during the time. Because you're watching this movie and it, it's just like, why don't you guys just shut up and lose the selfishness and figure it out, work it out. And uh, and then at times you're like, there ain't no way he's going to be with you because you're doing this. There's no way she's going to put it. She's going to go back to you because, you know, you won't give and take. You know, it's so when you're watching the movie, you don't pick a side. You can't pick a side with these characters. I mean, you do naturally as the course of the story unfolds. You're 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 uh, identifying with this person because of what their perspective is. And then it switches over to the other person's perspective. And you're just like, oh, I didn't know that. You know, I didn't see that part. And so this movie, it, it's weird because I was just talking about antagonists and protagonists. And both characters in this movie about a, a marriage and divorce are really the pro and antagonists of the movie. And uh, it's really interesting. And the way it ends, um, it's really the thing that's not clear when you're watching it, that isn't a giveaway, by the way. The thing that is not clear is the amount of time that passes, okay? So when you're watching this movie, and I'm not giving anything away by saying this, again, I'm going to say that, but <laughs> it it is clear that time passes. Sometimes between scenes, time has passed. Months, whatever, I don't know. I'm guessing months. I'm not guessing years. But time passes in scenes, and uh, and as the story unfolds, you you don't immediately. It's not like three months later. It's not like that. It's just you realize based on the next scene throughout the dialogue that time has passed. And so the reason I'm harping on that so much, harping is that correct? I don't know. Is because it's not clear about how much time passes. And when you're in a relationship with someone, time passes, which seems like the most obvious statement. But that's what marriage is. That's what relationships are. It's just memories and stories among time. Every day is not, uh, you know rainbows and unicorns i mean every day isn't wars and famine either but every other week or every other month you have this one great memory or one sad memory from this time and the movie does a great job of telling you about this whole story in about a, two hours i guess i think i think it's two hours and man it's it's really got me so I'll put my thoughts together and I'll I'll do a real talk on this subject. Um, but I just uh, it's very clear that it's a good movie. <laughs> um, whatever your opinions are, <laughs> so um, I don't think it's a good movie for a husband and wife to watch. Though, honestly, I don't recommend. If you're married, I, I recommend do not watch this movie. I don't think you should watch movies that that Hollywood m makes it so makes it seem so natural that people just jump from from one relationship to another, jump in and out of relationships. 
I think that's reckless, okay? And I don't mean just marriages, jumping in and out of marriages. I'm talking about relationships, jumping in and out of relationships. I think that is reckless. And uh, time, it takes time to do things, okay? And I'm not saying this movie is reckless. I'm just saying that in general, when you're watching movies or TV or whatever, it's very popular for characters to jump in and out of relationships without second thought and that kind of stuff is dangerous to watch, dangerous to have in front of you. You know, the same could be said about social media and the people that you keep up with on social media because you see parts of people lot people's lives and people always joke, you know, oh, you only see the good part, part of people's lives on Facebook. You, you, they only share their good stuff. No, that's not true. There's people who only share the bad stuff. People that share share everything, you know, and it it's just it's very dangerous. You can't compare your relationship to other people. You cannot compare other people's relationship to yours because if you do, it makes it easier to make decisions that are dangerous. Fateful consequences. Okay? Anyway, sorry to break from the comedy to bring in some real stuff. I'm just saying, you gotta be wise and I would not watch relationship stuff or, uh, uh, just anti-relationship stuff if you're in a relationship I would not do that just because it opens your eyes to things that it makes it seem easy okay it makes it seem normal to flip-flop and uh, it's these are not decisions that need to be taken lightly and I think they're decision they're things that you shouldn't even entertain or allow yourself to be entertained by so all right, that's enough of that. That was a good movie, though, that I watched. Again, if you're in a marriage, do not watch it. <laughs> Let's uh, take this on a lighter note. Uh, I started the podcast ta- telling you about a um, a little dog that has two tails. And uh, I had gotten to reading that because I had um, I was in Reader Digest looking up um, just random stuff, uh, news articles or whatever. And it, I came across this article talking about the most adorable animal stories in 2019. And, uh, one of them was that dog. Uh, there's another dog though. This dog, uh, her name is Nala. Okay. Now Nala is the service dog and she's invaluable, uh, to her friend, her owner, Megan. Now, uh, Nala, is trained uh, to help her with her autism and other health conditions. But Nala wasn't content to just support Megan. The pair goes to Disney World several times a week where she's well known to the cast. In between Ride and the Ride, she can be seen snuggling up to Donald Duck and Ariel and Jack Sparrow and other characters being played by actors in costumes. Uh, Surprise, surprise. (laughs) But the pictures that... um, were shared, you know, across social media, um, made everyone's day. And Nala, yes, is named after the Lion King Lioness. <laughs> That's Nala. She's pretty cool. <laughs> now, there is a cat um, So who snuck into first class. So the cats, any cat, needs to be under 17 pounds to fly on an airline. Unfortunately... 
chunky boy Victor weighed in at a hefty 22 pounds. So the airline told his owner, look, he can fly, but he has to go in the cargo hold. Now, the cargo hold isn't safe for animals, okay? Now, uh, desperate to get his feline friend on the flight, the owner devised an elaborate scheme. He found a pet double for Victor, found it through Facebook, and convinced the cat's owner to bring that cat. uh... (laughs) Now, that cat is a smaller kitty to the airport, and he used her for the weigh-in before switching the cats back and sneaking Victor onto the plane. While the plan, well, the plan worked. When officials discovered the trickery on social media, they stripped him of his frequent flyer miles, <laughs> and he said that Victor was worth it. <laughs> All right, this one says women quits job to look for missing dog. What? Okay. When Katie, the border collie, escaped during a vacation trip to Montana, her owner, Carol, was devastated. Carol and her husband, Vern, looked everywhere for her, but eventually had to go home to Washington State. But where many people would have moved on, Carol wasn't ready to give up on her pup yet. She quit her job as a postal worker and went back to Montana looking for Katie. She posted flyers, made pleas on social media, and just walked up and down streets calling her name. After 57 days, her hard work paid off, and locals helped her be reunited with her beloved dog. She said, I just bear-hugged her. I never gave up. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That's some love right there. I wonder if she got her job back. Man. I don't have time to look it up right now. <laughs> All right, here's uh, here's another one. Okay, cats versus invisible walls. One of the big trends of 2019 was to put up a wall of clear plastic cling wrap and see what dog and cats would do. One owner put her seven cats. Oh gosh, seven cats! What are you doing? Okay. One owner put her seven cats behind the, quote, wall and then tried to tempt them out with a toy. The first cat figured out how to break through the plastic pretty quickly, but the others, those poor, confused kitties. One got his paw stuck in it and had to be liberated. Another took a running leap only (laughs) to get squashed face first into plastic. Yet a third just made a strange, pathetic, whimpering noise. But no fear, they all made it out eventually. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, One storm, one house, one person, nearly 100 dogs. When Hurricane Dorian... Hey, Hurricane Dorian was in my song. (laughs) When Hurricane Dorian ravaged the Bahamas, it wasn't just humans who suffered. Chella rescued 97 dogs from the Category 5 monster storm, keeping them safe in her home until it passed. Fortunately, Phillips runs the voiceless dogs of Nassau, Bahamas, nonprofit, so she knew what to do. It wasn't all snuggle piles, though. It has been insane since last night. Poop, pee nonstop, but at least they are respecting my bed and nobody has dared to jump in. Oh, wow. And it ends by saying, yep, she's a saint. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, all right, here's a duck. A small boy dropped a sandal down a steep embankment. A passerby returned it. It was such a small act, but onlookers were amazed and touched. Why? Because the helper was a duck. I was dumbfounded. The duck is kind. He really helped, even though he doesn't know the child, wrote Miss Aguila, who captured the tender moment on video. There is a feeling like a person. I will feel mercy on them because of what I saw. There is a feeling like a person. I will feel mercy on them because of what I saw. Okay. Maybe you had to hear her say it. Cool. All right. And I have one more story about a dog. The weirdest, cutest dog you'll ever see, it says. Mrs. Flans is a very unique looking dog. Really, people, (laughs) that is so funny to name your dog like Mr. Wigglesworth or... In this case, Mrs. Flans. It couldn't be Miss Flans, it's Mrs. Flans. Is a very unique looking dog. The result of an illegal backyard breeder. What is an illegal backyard breeder? Just somebody who breeds un... What? Illegal... That's just basically a random person. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's just... She has the snout of a chihuahua. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The head of an eagle. The body of a lion. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll I'll read it as it is. She she has the snout of a chihuahua with the tongue of a doxy, so her tongue is way too big for her mouth. And lolls out one side. Lolls out one side. Her eyes are unevenly spaced and one is blind. On paper, it sounds strange, but when you see the diva in action at home, it all comes together to make a hilariously cute little pup. But perhaps the thing that makes her most adorable is her memorable ways of communicating. It's a variety of squeaks, pops, and yelp that sound like a cross between singing and baby crying. Her doting mom says, I would say supermodel best describes her. I gotta find this pup. Let me hold on. Let's see if we can find her. All right, uh, Mrs. Flounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. I think I've got it. Okay, is this thing gonna make? Oh, it sounds like she's meowing. Her tongue is like. Way too big. Anyway, I'm going to stop that right now. Um, Well, listen, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast this last year. Um, This, I believe, is episode 43. And uh, it's been a great start. I appreciate all my subscribers, those who are faithfully listening, uh, those who have been listening in other countries, you can find me on social media at keeping it raw. That is on Instagram and Twitter, or, um, I think that's pretty much it. If you haven't already go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. 
take a moment and look back over 2019 and think about some things that happened for you. It's easy to be negative and say, good riddance 2019, on to 2020, I'm ready for something new. But you're still here. So think about something great that happened. Some of us have lost people this year. But how many people are still here? You're still here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for keeping it raw. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and rate the podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Old Lang Zion by the Tenors.